week was the nighttime episode. Well, welcome to the morning episode with the big persona pod. It's me, Zach. Oh, I'm just going right like that? Like well, I don't want to say the host with the most, so I was kind of, you know, thinking of something to say while you're giving a more deeper intro. Too deep for the intro, I guess. But, uh, G, I'm back. No more hating on me this week because I'm in the room. It's real quiet, huh? Real quiet, huh? No, I'm joking. But yeah, welcome back. Great to be back, y'all. Got some, uh, some stuff for y'all today. Yeah, um, so we were just kind of all trying to get our schedule together, get in the same room. Fortunately, we have Landon with us and insert applause track. Cool. Um, so we're all here this week and we're, we're trying to get our schedules together. It's a, it's a good vibe. We're in my apartment this time. This is great. Uh, we all had coffee. It's, we got here at 8 a.m. and it's 9.06. So we're, you know, we're, we're putting the work in. Uh, this week, we prepared a, a sp- little special, a little hoedown, little sundown town prance and dancing, a little square dance episode for y'all, you know. for the two of you. So, <laughs> so on this week's episode, um, what better way to pay homage to our little country hometown roots than do a country episode. Good old fashioned country, man. Right. Good old fashioned country country episode. Um, because I feel like I, for me at least, um, when I was younger, my, there was like a phase in my life where like my parents didn't listen to country music. We just lived in Powhatan. Just live and breathe. Right. You just live it. And then one day it's like your parents just start listening to it and they don't stop. And you're like, okay. And so I was used to hearing like, not to say garbage country music on the radio, but garbage. Yeah. Um, And then it made me, it it just put like a really bad taste in my mouth for country music. So I was like, dang, like this is probably something I should avoid for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. Um, and I stumbled across this artist last year named Casey Musgraves. We'll get into that later. And she kind of changed my perception on things. And now I'm I'm more open-minded and willing to enjoy country. But I don't know if this experience is just exclusive to myself or maybe you, Gabe. Have no, yeah, no, definitely. I mean, kind of like growing up around all of that country stuff and never really, I'll tell you, yeah, and never really like listening to it. You have like an appreciation for it at like a service level. But other than that, I can never really get into it. Uh, my parents would listen to it more than me, but um, it just wasn't for me. I was, you know, in my R&B phase, hip hop phase, you know how it is. But like being around like really country people who who push the dilemma, it kind of like shifts your perspective. One, you could either like really hate that and it can be annoying or two, it can kind of give you, you know, an appreciation for something else. But I mean... Talking about the people from Powhatan, it kind of made me a, you know, pissed off a little bit because Peeved. when you're when you're blasting country music and, and honking your horn at seven in the morning for five minutes straight, I don't I don't associate that with, you know, you know, a good genre. You're not you're not a good guy. True. There's there's fine people on both sides. No, it's 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 bad. But um, 
I mean, back in the day, you know, my dad would play Tim McGraw, you know, based little bass, you know, don't take the girl. Like that's all, that's all I really know. Travis Tritt a little bit, uh, you know, Hank Williams Jr. You know, that's really all I was brought up on. I'm not huge in the country, but uh, I am familiar with Casey Musgraves though. She's, she's like, how to describe it? It's like a warm piece of red velvet cake with some, you know, nice little, glass of milk on the side Ooh. she she's real smooth yes yeah, she, she got, got a nice way of talking I like how she talks to me i like how she but yeah. speaks i like um i think one thing about country country i can take away at least is um the overall morale they put into their music i guess because mm-hmm. like when you listen to country music this is country you can feel it you can you can smell the beer you can you can taste the grass clippings that's what i feel when i feel country okay. but yeah that's that's really it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I to kind of piggyback off of that, kind of piggyback off of the the Casey Musgraves train. Um, as I said last year, I got into Casey Musgraves because she released her uh maybe her fifth studio album. She has like a pretty I don't want to say lengthy, but like she's she's an established mm-hmm. artist. Like she's been around for I think like a decade now. But I think she only just like caught on or like Golden Hour. She caught on but because yeah. um, she won the album of the year, I think, for Golden Hour in 2017. Um, and I remember seeing her win that. Maybe it was like 2019. I don't know. Somebody fact check me. Um, but uh, I remember seeing her like acceptance speech and basically like she was really sweet and down to earth. And I, I never once would have thought that she was a country artist. Um, just yeah, 2019. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, no, it's all good. Thank you for fact checking me, Gabe. And that is exactly what I asked for. Um, because you know we don't have the comment section, right? We don't have the not existent. Yeah, the real comment section was the friends we made along the way. Um, but I saw her come out. I saw her accept the thing, and then it was like country album, and I was like, oh, and I didn't check it out for that reason. Um, and then. Starcross came out it was her divorce album and i was like okay let me peep it's more like pop country um but it is good as hell i literally love her voice so much it's so silky mm-hmm. it's so it's so uh pleasing to my ears and Starcrossed was so good that i went back and i listened to golden hour the the grammy winning album um and that's good and it's it's definitely more more aligned with country than it is pop. Um, I mean, you've got songs, you've got the opening song, uh, which is, oh, cite my sources. I'm gonna sing, yeah, you got the opening song. Pretend. You got the, the one that opens the album. The ones that follow. The which ones, is great. The last song the on last the album. One. Oh my God. This is, I'm not finding it. I'm going to throw up. Come on. Pressure's home, baby. Pressure's home. Yeah, it's right here. Okay, first song, Slow Burn. I'm all right with a slow burn. Imagine that, but like a couple octaves up and probably on key. Mm-hmm. Um, Lonely Weekend, Oh What a World, Mother, song about her mom, how she lives too far away from her mom. Everyone can relate to that unless you don't re- like your mom or your mom's not around. Um, High Horse. That's um that's like a very star-crossed sounding 
uh, song. It's like a more poppy song on the album. Super good. Uh, Rainbow. I mean, the album is just like stacked, honestly, Ooh, front to back. Velvet Elvis. Velvet Elvis. Velvet Elvis. There that's you one, go. That's one that I like a lot. Yes, sir. Um, but Casey Musgraves was kind of like the key to getting me into country music and like accepting it as a genre, which sounds pretentious, I know, but it'd be like that. Sometimes these artists will get you into genres. I mean, you could probably say the same thing about like some person about Eminem, like back in the early 2000s, they were like, oh, rap is garbage. And then they listen to Eminem. They're like, simmin' a feminine male, simmin' a feminine, feminine, simmin' a flippin' it off. Yeah. <laughs> Eminem's the greatest rapper alive. Oh my gosh. He's No, he's up there. You're he's talking up. about Yeet, right? Yeet. But I, can't, I, I literally, no, Yeet, no Yeet lyric just came to my mind. Just completely blank. I think that's telling. Um, But yeah, that's my thoughts on Casey Musgraves. Did you, did you have like, did you have? Devil okay. told me how to get rich. Okay. I only know like one. That's all I got. I, I don't have any, so you're better than me. Am I though? That might be maybe worse. We know you're better than me. There's drama on the pod. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, but did you were did you want to talk in depth about any of the artists that the country artists you mentioned? Mm, not really, just because I don't know them deeply enough that I want to get into them, but I know them enough that I appreciate what they've done for country music in itself and uh, the genre itself. But I don't really have like too crazy of like an appreciation for like country anymore. I like I barely listen to it anymore. If I am, I'm in North Carolina, South Carolina, something like that. Fair enough. I'm at the bonfire. OBX. Got me a twisted T open, (laughs) cracked open right there in the. In the center console. The center console. But you're not driving. I'm not driving. In the Yeti for some reason. Hella ice. Hella ice. Deer in the back. She's falling off the, the trailer. That's when I'm listening to the country music. But okay. you know, that's that's like every other weekend, I guess. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's... Yeah. Oh, no. The the little sensory video ended. Time to put on another one. I need one, yeah. I need... Sorry. We were watching like sensory videos Oh, it's Curious George. It's an hour-long Curious George compilation? We're keeping right, it on. Keep that on. Keep that on. I'm going to unmute on. this shit. <laughs> he, man, he just like me. Look at him. Yeah, guys, look at him. Look at that Y'all can go. see him. But no, um... <laughs> yeah, like, to me, like... I just don't listen to country like that anymore. Um... Younger me did. Back when I was playing baseball a lot, I was listening to the country. Oh, of course you were. Every, hey now, every every morning, every drive to the to the games, we are always listening to the country music. And the dugout was country music. But uh, hip-hop really, you know, took the America's hearts by storm, huh? True. Best genre. I mean, it is. Ever? Absolutely. Yeah. It's up there. Um. Do you mind if I do you mind if I put you on? Yeah, yeah, put me on, put let me, me on. Let me, yeah, yeah, put me let on. Me, so let me, spit. let me, not, yeah, let me not like just talk down on, on country music. No, right? yeah, I mean, put on. That's all I did for my entire life. So if you do that, I'm not in- incredibly offended. I'm gonna try and challenge myself because I have like, I want to say six artists listed here that I want to kind of speak on, but I'm only gonna try and like do it in like a sixty second interval for both of them. 
Um, and I don't know why I s- both of them. Cool. Awesome. Great. Wow. Both good, of them. good English. I have six artists here and I'm going to both of the six, both of the six artists. Wow. Curious George really handling that lizard like that. I feel like it didn't used to look like this. Was it always this clean? I don't think it was. Oh, he dancing. He doing his little. That boot is insane. Bro, he clean. That yellow suit is clean. You hear oh. me? He's like, yeah, I mean. Yeah, you know what I mean? Okay. Um, man in the big yellow hat. Uh, okay, so I heard you mention, mention uh, Willie Nelson, Good Times. Yes, sir. Um, good album. Super vibey. You got Buddy on mm-hmm. there. Buddy. Buddy. And that's actually um, another thing that I remember. Oh, shit. I forgot to. I was literally going to be like, oh, I recorded 60 seconds. Buddy, um, they played in Parks and Recreation during like a Ron Swanson montage because like, no spoilers. He gets like a position that's really good for him. And so they basically just like play that while he's in a national park. And I think it's a really great segment. And that kind of got me into Willie Nelson. Also... I found that older country was more palatable for me than newer country, just because new country, I feel like they talk about chewing tobacco, pickup trucks. Uh, my girl left me, so I'm going to drunk drive my car into her bedroom, and yeah. my brother died. Um, and I, I drive my brother's truck, tear up the back roads, that kind of thing. But Willie Nelson. Yeah, now you're on a pop beat, too. Right. And Willie Nelson doesn't talk about that kind of stuff. He just talks about um, making mistakes in his relationships and being liberal and smoking weed. Um, I mean, if that's not a selling point, I don't know what is. Really? Um, but Good Times, great album. Boom. On to the next one. Talked about Casey Musgraves. Check out Golden Hour Starcrossed. Uh, that would be my takeaway from that little piece. Chris Stapleton, Traveler. Chris Stapleton is heat. He is so soulful with his voice. I cannot get over how good he sounds. If you don't listen to anything, um, obviously, Tennessee Whiskey will get you into him. Um, And then the last song on the album, Sometimes I Cry, it's performed live. Literally, it's like, it's pretty repetitive, but like, he hits some runs where you're like, no way, like... Chris, ain't no way Chris, Chris you, gotta calm, yeah, you down. gotta calm down and then literally he's so humble like he ends the song he's like thank you and, hey, the, and then the audience is just like y'all. the audience is just like ah. um, y'all are beautiful tonight look at all these beautiful faces look at all these beautiful faces out here who would have thought who would have thought not me <sighs> not me um, next artist Sturgill Simpson meta modern sounds and country music um, it's kind of a, a psychedelic take and look on country music. Um, he, it's his first album, I think, that he's he's put out. Uh, came out in 2014, I think. Uh, the album art looks kind of dated, but it's cool. He kind of talks about uh, discovering himself and like doing drugs, and it's really interesting. Like, I, it's something I've never really heard in country music. Um, and of course, like he has like the more like twangy, like honky tonk sounds on the album, but. It's pretty good. It's pretty short. I would check it out. Um, then we have Zach Brown Band. Uh, obviously, that's classic. Yeah. I, that, that's that's classic. a classic. That's yeah. a certified hood classic right mm. there. Goat. 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 Goat pass. Goat pass. Goat pass. Zach Brown Band. There you go. Um, but you got Chicken Fried. You got Knee Deep um, with Jimmy Buffett, bro. Come on. Come what, on. what would Jimmy Buffett do? What Come would on. Jimmy Buffett do? Um, but the foundation is really great. It's one of those albums where you listen to it and you're like, I never knew that I knew all this music just by proxy. 
but the first half of the album was like pretty stacked. So you're going to hear a lot of songs. And you're like, damn, I actually do know this song, song, not sound, whatever. Next. Oh, Plato's closet. Midlothian just posted. My girlfriend's awake. Thieves. My girlfriend's awake. You guys, she's in the other room though. She's not allowed out here. Um, let's see. The next artist is Taylor Swift. You Swifties? Where I'm, I'm, I'm gonna come out as a Swiftie. Oh no! I just put my thumb through Garfield's paw. Um, guys, I got a Garfield stuffed animal that I'm holding in my hand currently with Garfield stickers on my laptop. You guys know? Think I like Garfield? Um, He's tweaking. Yeah, I'm literally tweaking off the goop. The caffeine's hitting. Uh, Taylor Swift, Speak Now is what I will recommend. Obviously, you can go listen to any other Taylor album if you want. Folklore, Evermore, those are fine. You know, those are pretty good. Um, They're more artistic. My entire childhood, I was like, Taylor Swift is for girls. Taylor Swift got heat, bro. Taylor Swift do be having heat. And Speak Now, boy, that's another album where you'll be like, I didn't know that Taylor Swift really had it like that because she starts off the album with, uh, um, wow, I'm really good at being like, oh, she starts off the album. All right, so you got mine. You are the best thing that's ever been mine. Next song, Sparks Fly, back to December. Now I go back to December every time. Mean, uh, the story of us, Last Kiss, I mean, good album. Um, Taylor Swift puts out quality. And although Kanye did make her famous, um, that's besides the point. Please check out some of her music and don't be ignorant. And then the last album that I would like for people to check out is Hootie and the Blowfish, uh, Cracked Rear View. Hootie. Hootie. Darius Rucker. Fun fact, I'm not going to say, okay, so I will say, I tweeted this uh, a couple days ago when I listened to this album for the first time. Hootie and the Blowfish is country Pearl Jam and... I will elaborate no further. Yeah. The, that should don't Gabe, that should be yeah. enough for you. Mm. Honestly, check this album out. Even if it's just like to laugh at and be like, Oh, that's a good no, assessment on the way home. Yeah. It's pretty good. Um, and basically Dar- Darius Rucker. Darius. I saw, I was like, man, this, this genre sounds kind of weird. It's kind of like alt rock, like nineties type beat and also country. But I was like, I know that Hootie and the Blowfish is country. So I looked up the genre just to be sure. And it showed up rock and pop Mm. online. And I was like, that's not right. And then immediately like the search results that followed is like, yep. Turns out Hootie and the Blowfish has been country all along. And I was like, what do you mean? Yeah, I'm like, guys, how did we not? No, how do Hootie we not? And the Blowfish. Hootie and the Blowfish. You guys thought that was a rock band, okay? But yeah, cracked rear view. Check it out. Check out Darius Rucker's singles if you want some of his solo music. But uh, cracked rear view. That's great. Um, to segue a little bit, I don't know. You might not be prepared, but I'm gonna give you a second. Last week's episode, we kind of topped it off. We kind of topped the episode off. With I'm getting um <laughs> with uh our thoughts on Denzel's most recent album. Yes. You you were not there for it, but uh I'm sure you have your thoughts. Yeah, I have a I have a couple thoughts on that, yeah. I'm uh, sure Curious George has his thoughts, but I'm gonna pass the mic to you. Yeah, yeah. No, he's a great guy, you know. But uh he, he can't get the mic right now. Melt my eyes, see your future is probably everything I've wanted to hear from Denzel Curry. Since Imperial and Taboo. 
Uh, Denzel is really good at nonchalantly like delivering his bars. Um, he did the same thing with Jid, I believe. Sorry, I'm terrible at um. I'm, it's like you when like hey, album starts like this, but I don't know the song. It is a. Uh, what is this song? Sorry guys. I'm just as bad as you. It's a bruh, the bruh remix with Denzel Curry on that. He literally sounds like he's bored on the song. And I had a friend who told me that he doesn't really like Denzel Curry because he thinks he sounds corny in a sense with the way he delivers it. And my thing is, he's never like uh, sort of like shied away from who he is as an artist. He's honestly delivers every single line and that is showed tenfold on this album. Um, X-Wing, The Ills, Melt Session. I mean, the whole album, I give it like a 9.5 so far. Mm. I listened to it like three times through, something like that. But I mean, uh, sonically, I think it's one of his best. I don't know if I can put it above Taboo just yet, just because of what that album in at that time did for me. And like, yeah just the experimental vibe that Denzel took. I never thought he would go that route. And I don't think a lot of people like give Denzel credit for like where he's taken his, uh, his art form. Cause he went from, you know, bottle flipping compilation, um, ultimate where he like, everyone thought he was kind of like, you know, when X was starting out, just like screaming and stuff like that. And he molded it and adapted it and took that. <laughs> I am being shown Garfield's bare hole spread out right in front of my face. He's all right though, you know. He, he's chilling. He literally could not be any more off. Yeah, no. He he you good? You good Garfield? Yeah. He's he he's all right, yeah. But no, he he took everything that he learned from Carroll City, Florida and just gave it to the world. I know on this um he has a really good interview with um uh Fantano um on this this new album and he kind of like briefly touches on some inspirations about like what led him to the sounds on this album. And at first he was kind of just like, yeah, I was just, you know, seeing everything around me and I was just rapping about it. And I was like, okay, Denzel, can I get a little bit more? He was like, so yeah, like COVID, like I saw a movie and rapped about that. And I was like, so like, you're telling me you took, you made this crazy good album off of this, these broad ass topics. Like he was literally like, Oh, like he was like, they're like, explain some of the bars. He was like, well, I had a, a bar about COVID because, you know, the vaccines were out. But it was like a double entendre bar. And I'm like, how can you take stuff that's so simple, wrap it so nonchalantly, but tie it up in this neat little bow like you're not one of the best? Mm-hmm. I think he holds himself in such a different regard that he doesn't really care about himself as an artist, more as just like a person in the soul and the entity. Because I think this is going to be probably one of the last albums we're going to get from Denzel. I can see him transitioning to more acting and more movies and and stuff like that in the future. So, because when I listen back to Imperial and Taboo, I hear a lot more hunger and drive in that Denzel Curry. This Denzel Curry, he's 26. He's older now. He's got some experience under his belt. He's lost some friends, some relationships along the way. And he he doesn't sound bored, but he just sounds a little dissatisfied underneath everything. I don't know if that's just me, but like, I, he he just lost that like umph, but that umph is, is kind of replaced with like introspective um, thoughts and just like 
it's kind of like basically kind of what like Mac Miller did in a sense. He went from like being sort of looked at as one thing and just completely molded his sound to something that's way more beautiful than like he could have predicted in a sense, I guess. I don't know. I kind of ramble when I when I'm getting hit on the mic. Well, you know what? But, that's um, what a podcast is for. What is what is life if not a person with a microphone speaking into it? I mean, you're kind of right. Yeah. But no, definitely check out that album. I know y'all said it last week to check it out and, you know, had y'all thoughts, but kind of wanted to, you know, give my give my chance to shine on it. Yeah. But no, Denzel Curry's great. I've always loved Denzel Curry. And I'm looking forward to what he does, whether it's music or entertainment, acting, whatever in the future. So, yeah. Go stream that. Go go stream, melt my eyes, see your future. Um, I kind of got hip to Denzel Curry. Uh in in part because of you, but I kind of just looked this up on my uh, computer just to be sure that I was saying it right. Um, last year, there's a artist, person, famous figure by the name of David Cho. Uh, Dave Cho, I think. Yeah. Um, he made a show on, I think, Adult Swim. I don't know if it was a Hulu, like whatever. I saw an ad for it and it looked absolutely bonkers. Basically, he has a shit ton of money. He's very artistically driven. So he was just like, let me make a TV show. Like he he funded the TV show himself. But it's like an interview series where he has the people come on his show and he paints a portrait of them while he yeah, interviews yeah. them. It's super good. Denzel Curry is on one of the episodes. Um, so you kind of get like, it's almost like therapeutic in a way. The first episode is so beautiful. It made me cry. Um, I think I've, I might have seen like, tiktok or something real quick of that like from his own like mm-hmm. channel yeah about the show like coming out it's it's really good and if I anything like the, the painting aspect I yeah ever seen you got hulu i do have hulu so go on hulu and watch uh the second episode it's will arnett and denzel curry Ooh. and they don't do it at the same time like it's kind of like the episodes like split so it's like in one part he's interviewing will arnett uh voice of bojack horseman uh, also one of the people from Arrested Development, also Lego Batman, the most his most important role. Um, or maybe his role in Blades of Glory alongside his ex-wife. <clears throat> the girl who plays Leslie Nope. I can't even think about her name right now. <laughs> All right, let's hold on. Let me let me rectify this. Leslie. Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler. Thanks, Landon. Yeah, yeah film. Let's go. Um, but yeah, the Denzel Curry and Will Arnett episode is really good. Um, he kind of, Denzel Curry, like I didn't know, he, he talks about like losing his brother in Miami and like, you know, all that stuff and just why he kind of makes the art that he does. It's really good, kind of puts you in the perspective. But the entire TV show is good. I would definitely uh, check it out if you haven't or have time. I think the episode's only like 20 minutes or so. Okay, but Landon, have you peeped? Have you, have you heard of it? Landon has, um, but yeah, I would, I would definitely peep that. Um, what else did I have here for us to talk about today? Um, okay. Random. Donda three. Well, how can you, how can we have a Donda three with Donda two in the state it is? Donda two doesn't, isn't even real. It's it's conception. It's, it's on, a list. It's in our heads. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh. How much money do you make up the STEM players? Like two, well, at least two million in 24 hours. And there's no telling how much he made in like a week following like the promotion. I wonder, my thing is, I wonder how much he's making off of those, those shows, those, those live listenings. Landon, what say you? Yeah. <clears throat> he's making ridiculous amounts of money for... I feel like for Donda 2, he's making so much money off the like this album that isn't even like an album. It's not even it's not even an album. It's like I feel like it's the biggest scam that's ever been like committed. He literally was just like, hey, exclusive album on the stem player. And then he just like gave you like abstract sounds and was like, here you guys go. Here are these poorly recorded and mixed uh, songs. Unfinished. Some uh, of them don't even have verses. Yeah. Some of them are just uh, me trying to freestyle, <laughs> trying to figure out the sound. Yeah. But no, like, where are you seeing Donda 3? Where are you seeing this? Uh, one of the producers are like the sound engineers, uh, Digital Nas. Uh, I'm showing Landon, I Googled the Fire Festival because that's what I feel like Donda 2 is. It's okay. like the music equivalent of the fire festival no i'm gonna cut you off right quick because the dream of festival ja rule and ashanti came out and as soon as ja rule came out all i could think about was fire festival literally as soon as it came out i was like you scamming mom. what's love what's love got to do ashanti look great ashanti look great when does ashanti not look good ja rule's seen better days yeah he was but i think we all have ja rule if yeah, you're listening i'm sorry yeah Please don't punch me in the face. You're still swole as a bitch. Oh, yep. Please don't. But no, down to three. Where? Yeah, yeah. Where are you? Where are you okay, okay. So you gotta, you gotta grab the man. Digital, digital Nas, a uh, a sound engineer on the Donda albums, air quotes albums. Um, came out at the Grammys and somebody was interviewing him and somebody was like, "Oh, what are you, what are you looking forward to the most?" or something like that. Or he was like, "What, what do you know about like the what's upcoming?" And he all he said was Donda Three, and he like, and he kind of like looked into the camera and he he pulled like a, I'm trying to play it cool, but also like bring up hype type yeah, thing where he kind of he's Loki, he's yeah. yeah like he like he just dropped like a a hot tidbit, mm-hmm. and he was like Donda Three. <laughs> Kanye's a genius, right? So the, apparently. According to Digital Nas, but I think he was also one of the like people who lied. Like when during the whole Donda rollout, um, there were people that like the Kanye stand base were holding on to for hope. So we had Mike Dean, we had Justin LeBoy, respectfully. Go fuck yourself. Um <laughs> You liar. You liar. You you liar. Um Digital Nas. And then there was Black Mass. Black Mass told the truth. All respect to Black Mass. Uh, who else? There was another person. I think it was like Kanye's like manager or not, or not either manager or agent. Like the person who like kind of like fixed the feud between him and Drake. He was he was like kind of accurate too. Uh, but Digital Nas got canceled for lying, and Justin LeBoy got hella canceled for lying and being a clout chaser um but that's apparently donda three is in the works but i would like donda two first 
And also, what do we think about Ye pulling out of Coachella? Coachella, I hardly know of. Maybe, I mean, maybe Donda 3 is the reason he's pulling out. That could that could be something. That's what I'm thinking. But also, like, I feel like Kanye kind of cares about the bag. So, 8.4 million to walk away from? Turn down 100 mil from Apple. That is true. What's... Yeah. All he has to do is be like, Donda 3 is going to be on Stem Player 2, and then he'll have $6 million in, like, three hours. So... Like what? Oh, sorry. <laughs> what what are the, what are the odds that um he releases like stem player two or something like that for like Dawn to three and it just like adds like another channel instead of like the four channels it's like a fifth channel. It was oh. Five instead of four. It's got another. It's got another audio jack. How does he do it, man? How does he do it? I don't. I mean, I just don't know. And at this point, like, I'm hoping that we're at a point in Kanye's because, you know, for as much as we talk about Kanye, we should be getting paid. But we're not the Watch the Throne podcast. Yeah. I just got a follow back from them on Twitter. It was pretty kind of. Ooh, that's it, actually that's it was, fire. It's pretty cool, and like, you get followed by a verified account or like an account that's popular in the like the music twitter hip-hop twitter and then you check their following and it's like following ten thousand people you're like oh yeah like jay versace followed me back on twitter a couple years ago and i was like oh my god jay versace like i'm liberian i'm liberian i like i like your accent where you from um until i realized that jay versace was following like five hundred thousand people i was like i'm not i'm not special like dj cam bennett yeah oh my god i think he literally I'm, follows everyone i yes, know everyone I, I know i think i'm i'm followed by cam bennett or at least was before i got banned hashtag <laughs> Rest in peace, peace. Zach, Zachary Taco underscore J on Twitter. Uh, Fuck. Long live the king. Long live. Um, But what was I talking about? Don. Oh, Mm. oh, okay. Kanye, Kanye's life. Basically, for those of you who don't know, Kanye kind of goes through these like redemption arc periods of his career and he comes back like better than ever every time. So like, let's take the first redemption arc. Taylor Swift VMAs incident. Went away, went to Japan, went to Hawaii, made My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, was in the loop again. Let's take another one. Um, Donald Trump. Enough said. Yeah. Or we could even say the slavery is a choice comment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was was huge. People were like, just destroying him online for that, and I mean, rightfully, for, yeah, rightfully so, rightfully so. That 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 clip was out of pocket, especially when it first hit. We were like, we were like Kanye, Kanye. Why are you, how are you going to tell us slavery wasn't real? But also, like you know, it was only like a fifteen minute, fifteen second clip. But also, like the whole like minute clip didn't really help. It didn't really help either. Either they were like, they took that out of context, and then with context, yeah, out of the still context. like, uh, still not as, still not working, bud. They say be your own. I say how sway. How I say slavery a choice. They say how, how? yay. How yay. Just imagine if you caught me on a wild day. Um, but then he after the slavery is a choice comment and all the Donald Trump stuff, like he made yay, and then he found God again, even more than he already had. Jesus is king. Decent. I'm I'm not going to play it down. I'm not going to play down my love for the album just because it gets shat on publicly, okay? Jesus is King is a good album. Anyways, 
Then he kind of like the whole divorce thing. All right, shut up, Gabe. It's it's okay. It's it's all right. It's all right. Revisit it. I'm like, oh, you don't think the album's good? Listen to it five more times. You'll think it's good eventually. <laughs> you'll force, condition. You'll condition yourself. yourself. To like it. Force yeah. yourself to like it. Um, I have a gun to your head right now. You better tell me it's good. Yeah, Garfield is actually holding a gun, pointing it directly at all of us. He's got three guns, two hands. One is being held by his tail. Whoa. Whoa. Garfield got the Nick stick. Chill, chill. Chill. Garfield, stop. Stop. That's not good for you. Watch watch the light. Kevin, watch the light. (laughs) Kevin, watch the light. Watch the light, dude. Kevin. Shh. Um. (laughs) Dude. Pull that thing, Garfield. (laughs) Pull that mob. (laughs) Um, But... And then the whole like divorce thing kind of like played out for Kanye and it sucked. But then like the Donda rollout kind of started. And I feel like Donda as an album was the end of that redemption arc. But with every redemption arc with Kanye comes like a degradation arc. Yeah. And also, also Pete Davidson, Northwest driving in that, that car. I, okay. My opinion Yes, be mindful of like Kanye's mental health. Also, if that's your like, oh Pete my. Davidson is dating Kim Kardashian. That's her child. If she mm-hmm. feels comfortable with, like, it's just as much Kim's kid as it is Kanye's. Exactly. Yeah. But that's that's how I feel. Yeah. I the thing with like everything that's going on with like Kanye and Pete Davidson, or that kind of was when that you know the month and a half where they were just like in every single headline uh half of it ski now he calls himself ski i knew that was gonna happen but um half of it half of it you were like okay you're like i can kind of see how if i was kanye i would be mad Mm -hmm. but then the other half i'm like if i was pete just bro like just leave me alone yeah like it it isn't really that serious especially like like at the end of the day like Obviously, I don't have kids, don't have a family, anything like that. But like that, you know of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're right about that. Might be some some phone calls Gabe, I need we have to a make. Surprise. Yeah, bring them out. <laughs> just walks a three year old just walked out here, guys. Dada, <laughs> I ain't joke, daddy. <laughs> but no, I, yeah, yeah, no kids now, no kids now. We got them out of here. But um, I feel like when you like. When you're like authority figure like that, Kanye, and like a celebrity, like that celebrity, like beef, you gotta like look out for the kids at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Like, cause they're gonna have to deal with it when they're all gone yeah. and their names have faded away. And I feel like the scrutiny, like they, they're already getting just by having, you know, Kardashian and West as their name mm-hmm. isn't gonna help. But I mean, I don't know. It's, it's kind of all stupid. Really, all of it was stupid. And social media just explodes everything and, and just makes it so much more worse than what it really is. But now that they're like, you know, calm down, I guess we'll see. Maybe he'll be on the album. You never know. Ye- I mean, you never know. Like, what if all of this was just like a ploy to get their names back in the in the light? Honestly, I mean, like, I like as a civilian, I feel like we never really know what's going on in a celebrity's world for real, for real. No matter, like, they could be. As honest as they say they are, post twenty four seven on their social media to their fans, but like you never really truly know. Especially with like you're a billionaire, they move different, for real. I mean, billionaires do move different. Sheriff dog, 
I, I was like low-key pointing at that hoping you would notice i don't know what i know this, i could i, I could see you like banning back to, to the do. i don't know what this has to do with curious george in any way what's bro he's on? walking do <laughs> you see how smooth this dog is walking bro dang that's tough that's a tough walk where's george i get my drift from my walk i get my drift from my walk Ooh. i get my drift from my walk okay yeah, we're back on the, the Curious George. There's a there's a dog sheriff who's just running the town right now. Oh no! Way. George popped out with the boots. There's a snake in my boot. This town ain't big enough for the two of us. That hat's too big. That is that is way too oh. big. It matches the boots though, which is tough. That is tough. He, he, the whole get up, the whole get up matching right now. Hang on, I want to do like a fashion breakdown, like you know, like people take pictures of their fits. They're like. Mason Margiela cowboy hat, $10,000. Yeah, yeah. Gucci red bandana. Oh, he's mad. Sorry, guys. We got if there, yeah, if there was If there was a uh, visual aid, it would it would help out a lot. Basically, I think we explained it a little bit earlier. To just have like a visual aid for us to continue to talk, we put on like baby sensory videos. <laughs> um, and while we were struggling to get the podcast off the ground for the first hour, um literally struggling the sensory video ended as the podcast started and curious george auto played next so my youtube algorithm is probably ruined but i am it's for the for the greater good it's it's for the greater good but to make a long story short kanye west please calm down start your new redemption arc i can't wait to see where you go next if you're hearing this i love you j cole to finish up the episode, because I do have to get ready for work. Do we all listen to the Dreamville tape? Yes. Okay. I did. I did. Landon did not. That's okay. What's Dreamville? What's, where's Dreamville? Well, I can tell you all about that, Sonny. Back in my day. Um, but no, if you haven't listened, um, uh, Dreamville, uh, DJ Drama Gangsta Grill, they uh, dropped a collaborative project called D-Day. Uh, features on that include one of my favorites and I, I brought him up i believe this was two episodes ago when we had sneezed like when sneezed sneezed a chew six feet when we uh teased that you know that chance the kenny song uh, kenny mason yeah kenny mason's on there on the intro track stick uh stick. earth gang's on there asap ferg uh two chains two chains reason two chains was the two, two chains chain song was great right. yeah um that, Check West. Check West. They finally put uh, Heaven's EP, uh, that one J. Cole song that had been on YouTube for literally three, at least three years by now. Mm-hmm. I've been waiting for it to get on Spotify forever, and he finally did. So shout out Cole, man. Shout out Cole. If you haven't listened to it, I would say, if one, it was like a surprise. There's no rollout. There's no marketing for it. So like, didn't really know it was dropping. I think it sold like 51K uh, this first week, something like that. So that, that's not too bad for a random drop mm-hmm. but um i don't even know what i'll compare it to it's kind of just like a it's like random it's just it's just like a it's you know if you've listened to revenge of the dreamers 3 or any of the revenge of the dreamers it's kind of like that it's just you know it's more of like a playlist of songs it feels like than like a collect collaborative you know collective album but there's a lot of um one-off songs on there sticks really good Stick. uh coming down with Ari Lennox, her vocals on that are actually insane mm-hmm actually insane vocals um jid's verse on uh barry from simpson insane insane lyrically uh but all in all i'll give it like a 
A seven, seven? I would give it a seven, too. Like a seven I, right I now? I wasn't, like, blown away, but I was no. like, this is nice to have. No, it's just like, you know, uh, not every, like, line you have to hear in music, whether it's rap or anything like that, has to blow you out the water. Mm-hmm. It can be as simple as, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six. I like to go eat some fish. Like, something like that. Like, it ain't got to be crazy, bro. Like, if you like music, you like music. Yeah. But also, like, and there's definitely some some songs that are trash and do not push them on me because I'm not going to like them. Right. But that's okay because that's your taste, you know? Right. It's okay to like trash. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's okay to like trash. But no, um, I kind of also, not to, not to like toot my own horn, but I, I would toot like it. to say that um, I was at Dreamville Fest this weekend. Talk Woo-hoo! on it. And man, so many great artists. Ja Rule, Ashanti, Lil Wayne, T-Pain, Lil Baby, Fabio Foreign, Moneybag. I don't, you can look at the lineup. I don't want to just name it off because that's kind of lame. But um, everyone killed their set. I think J. Cole wrapping up the night on Sunday was perfect. About, I think it was like 50,000 people there. All of wow. us there just singing music together. It, it felt really good. And Raleigh, I like visiting Raleigh just because the people there are great. I always have a good time in Raleigh. It's not like South Carolina where like oh, it gets yeah. like violently more racist as soon as you cross the border. It's crazy. Also, Raleigh's more like Raleigh's a lot different than like somewhere like Wilmington. Or oh, like yeah. It, yeah. It's way different. And like, I don't know why Raleigh's the spot for like a lot of like those concerts. But that, that like it's like a triangle of like from Durham to Raleigh, that little like thing, because you can go from Duke University to NC State to UNC within like 30 minutes of each other. So like they got a lot of stuff right there. But um Dreamville Fest was awesome. Um kind of low key passed out during a jid set. Like low key I'm in the I'm in the uh, I'm in the like middle back and passed out because Oh yeah, I'll tell I'll tell you. So okay. I was like the way the park was set up, they had free water at the front gate and that was it. Oh great. And one drinks were too too expensive. If you wanted a double of anything, it was twenty six dollars, not including tax. Yeah, hell no, no. So first day, I made that mistake. I had like, I had like three drinks, all doubles. You know, it's it's a it's a ten hour festival. It's a long day. Trying to, I thought that was pacing. So had these drinks. No no food in my system. I paid seventy dollars. Yeah, for three drinks. Seventy dollars for three drinks. I'm having a great time. I'm having a great time. It all tastes like water. No, <laughs> but no. Um having a great time you know blah 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 i have no food and basically like no water in me at this point it's like i think a set was at like three so it's like 315 middle of the set and out of nowhere i'm just vibing have a good time i think he had just played uh division or ed ed and eddie Mm -hmm. so like chilling between the song he he transitions in the next song and out of nowhere like my head just gets like crazy lightheaded and i'm like hmm (laughs) now you're gonna because because literally I'm laughing now just because there's a moment in time where like I've because I've never been like knocked unconscious or unconscious like that. So like the second and a half when I pass out that I that time is just unaccounted for is the funniest shit to me because I pass out, get crazy lightheaded and, and just fall back and pass out. I guess I wake up like literally like as soon as I guess like hit the ground or like someone picks me up and all I see is like 20 people around me wide eyed just like. Yo, bro, we got to get this. I And also I had my pit vipers on. So like 
No one knew. As soon as like I like hit the ground, I had basically woken up and was straight. So this dude is dragging me out of the pit, and I'm like trying like trying to say something, but like my vocal cords weren't working because like I had just like regained consciousness. So I'm just like looking around like is, is this dude really? Yeah, is this dude really dragging me out of the pit right now? He drags me out and like he like I'd like I like throw my legs over the railing and like jump down where like the staff is, and I land on the ground, and I'm like. I'm all right. Give me a water. They they hand me a liquid death, which is terrible. They're like literally the so bad for you. Yeah, like you have to suck yeah, it's um. Away for a free yeah, they have like the sparkling and just like the regular mountain water, but that stuff is so bad for you. It's so acidic. But now they hand me they hand me a water, and I just jump back in the pit, and then uh, Jed plays new plays stick after that, and I'm going stick, stick, stick. But yeah, first time that ever happened, and. Literally, probably, like, the funniest, like, two-second interaction I've had with, like, anyone ever. And the dude beside me, when I got back in the pit, he was like, bro, you remember me carrying you out? I was like, I was fully conscious for that, sir. Yeah, I, I remember that fully. But no. I remember you kidnapping me. Yeah, literally. Like, literally, <laughs> I, if my if I would have, if I could have said something, I would have. But, like, literally, like, pit vibers were on, wide, eyes were wide open. No one could tell that I was awake. And he's just dripping me, ripping me out of the pit. And I'm like, No. No, because because my thought is as soon as like staff sees you like pass out and someone drags you out, you got to like leave or some shit like that. Yeah. I was like, I swear to God, if I have to leave because we were like f- three hours in seven more hours of this. I was like, I got to leave today. Oh, I was going to be mm, I'm going to be mad. But no, I got back in there. We were straight. We were straight. And I got to uh, see the rest of the day and, you know, wrapped up the weekend. Great. So, you know, nice. Dream of Fest. Awesome. If you. uh if you can get out there next year, definitely do it. But I know that Rowan Loud's got some crazy lineups this year, so I'm assuming everyone's going to be going to that. Maybe if Ye is. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Ye. Is he is he still on that, that lineup? Yeah, it's Ye, Future, and Kendrick. I mean, if he pulls out, it would be like a travesty. Yeah, that would be insane. Is Coachella before Rolling Loud? I think so. Okay. Yeah, because okay. Coachella's like in a week at this point or two. But Rolling Loud, I think it's like July. I could when, be wrong. When's Lollapalooza? Do you know that? Uh, That's in Chicago, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it's like in the fall. Okay. Rolling Loud is the 22nd through the 24th of July. Okay. Well, no, Lollapalooza is like in June. Okay. Lollapalooza is. It is. Oh, also July. Thursday, July 28th through Sunday, July 31st. Yes, yeah, so that following week. After rolling loud, so trying not to burp. If you guys want to go cough on some strangers, um, there is your opportunity to do so. Um, I think is that the episode. Yeah, I think that can be. The I mean, I, th- I think that. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, for you know, for being kind of rocky for that. Hour. I mean, yeah, you know. No, we got it. Honestly, that was vibes. That was vibey. Um, Really, also like also having all of us in a room. Feels super good. vibey. I Feels was gonna good. say, I think what we should do, we should try and get a setup to where it's like we do need to check out that spot, like the gallery that I was talking about. Uh news for our listeners who care. Um we have been offered a studio location to like shoot and record, which is really nice. And enter, I'm really enter thankful. Applause. Enter applause. Enter applause. Thank you, Justin and Candice, for for giving us this opportunity. If you're listening, uh, if you're not listening, that's totally okay too. Um, 
but uh it's like a a few blocks that way like it's in the fan but we should definitely check it out and should get you guys out there sometime sure. um but i think ideally we'd have like a setup where landon's mic'd up too I would love for editor that. editor on the scene on scene editor landon's watching curious george <laughs> <laughs> landon's not listening landon's just watching <laughs> curious george um but uh landon's mic'd up and we're all we get like the audio shit squared away and it's just good but i think i think we're really close to like being like stabilized and, oh, yeah. and established um but yeah that's about that's about it um i i would like to do that but in the meantime this is perfect too i fuck with it i love the way it works um, we decided as a team that we're going to be more lax on the curse words because who gives a crap, right? Yeah. Who gives a, a, a hoot and a half? Who gives a fweak? Um, so yeah, that's the episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, this has been Zach or Taco, however you want to, however you want to, whatever you want to call me, host, host, host with, host with the most. Host with the most. Yeah, um great to be back in the in the stew with the uh the gang. The gang. Um don't forget to follow us. We have an Instagram. True. Big Persona Pod. Need need some more uh traction over there. Also, I, I kind of been I was slacking the past two weeks with the post. That's my fault. I thought I posted, but I did not. But yeah, I'm your host, G, whatever you want to call me, Gabriel. I'm not going to say with the most because, you know. I already said that. I already said that so many more times before, and it's been brought to my attention that it can't be said. So, yeah, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you all next week. Awesome. Peace out. Thanks. Oh, wait, um, Don't forget, what are you listening Oh, yeah. What are you listening to, RVA? Oh, thanks for the plug. I wasn't even going to do it. But uh, at what are you listening to, RVA, on Instagram, let me know what you're listening to. I'm trying to get it back up off the ground. Life's hectic. Got to work jobs. I do not dream of labor. Fuck capitalism. Yeah. Yeah.